This is Lady Talk Radio, your space for real conversations about real life and real ways to improve yours. Welcome to Lady Talk Radio. I am your main chick, Stacey Ray, and I am so excited to be bringing you another episode. Today is episode number 29 with Danielle Weeb. This podcast, as always, is brought to you by WeAreLadyAlpha.com, where we start conversations that empower you and help you move forward so you can have the fierce and fulfilling life you want. For the show notes of this episode, anytime, you can simply go to WeAreLadyAlpha.com forward slash two nine podcast. So if you are not already kicking it over on that page, you'll probably just want to head over there now because you're going to find the episode to listen for, as well as like awesome points that Danielle mentions throughout the episode. There's her contact info, my contact info, because we love to hear from you. So if you have a question or something that you got out of this episode, feel free to reach out. This podcast is about you and we love to hear from you. This convo was so fun to have and really honest, you know, about Danielle's journey and building a successful business, starting new ones and navigating life in the process. So we jammed on so many juicy things in this jam-packed hour, including authenticity and social media, going after your dreams and keeping it real so that you can actually make things happen but also still love your life at the same time. So if you are a ladypreneur and you are wanting to build up your life and your business, we covered some really awesome topics that I know you're going to love. So I want to tell you a little bit more about Danielle before we jump into this. Danielle is a multi-passionate entrepreneur. She's a connector, community builder, event host, social marketer, and a consultant. And she is the founder of Van City Business Babes and Business Babes Co., and focuses most of her time connecting with like-minded women locally and around the world. And she's just super lovely and definitely very experienced in being a business babe. So without further delay, let's get into this awesome conversation. Welcome to Lady Talk Radio, Danielle. I am so excited to have you on the show. And do you want me to call you Danny or Danielle? Either one is fine. You can call okay. me Danny if you want. <laughs> okay, cool. Awesome. Well, I am so excited because, um, you know, I actually met you a couple years ago at an event that you were having, and I'm so excited to see how much that's flourished and just all of the awesome things you're up to. So I can't wait to hear more about that too. Um, before we get started, why don't you share like, you know, just give us kind of a snapshot behind the scenes of your life these days. What have you been up to? Yeah, sounds good. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for having me on. I'm super excited to be here. Um, so I, yeah, the first time that we met, I was just starting out in my business, um, hosting events and I'm doing that still today. So it's two and a half years in and we host monthly events for women, uh, that have their own businesses, um, people that have their own blogs or people that just, want to do something else creative outside of maybe their nine to five job, or maybe they're trying to launch their business in order to um, replace what they're doing. So yeah, I, that's kind of what I'm focused on mostly right now. I also have um, another business that I run as well on the side, and I'm also hoping to launch a blog in the next few months just to kind of connect people a little bit outside of Vancouver as well. So that's kind of all I have going on for work. Um, And then I am also recently married, almost coming up on a year. So we live in Fort Langley. Yeah. (laughs) So we live in Fort Langley in British Columbia, um, Canada. So it's a kind of a cute, quaint little town. And I know you live in Langley too. So Mm. we have that in common. 
Um, so yeah, and we're just kind of, uh, we're having fun and it's coming into the summer. So super excited for that. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all, I guess. Mm, Fort Langley is so lovely and congratulations on your recent wedding. Thank you. Thanks so much. So exciting. Mm -hmm. And I would love to hear, like, like if we, like, back it up a little bit, you know, because um, I know that, you know, two and a half years ago when this started and to where it is today, and what made you decide to, you know, start on the entrepreneurial path? Yeah, it's a great question. So I had, I mean, I studied business in, in university, so I kind of, I knew I wanted to do something business related. I didn't necessarily think that I was going to have my own business or own businesses, but I just, um, I knew there was something interesting with business and I loved the idea of marketing. So I was always super interested in, in that type of thing in school. And also my mom, uh, was really into the entrepreneurial world. She, um, launched her own business as well. So she was kind of someone that I looked up to and, um, and I kind of wanted that career for myself. So I actually started originally working with her and her business and kind of helped her, um, through the launch of her own business. And then through that, I started my own, um, side business while I was still working for her. And then I guess it was really just the fact that I saw sort of a need, um, Mm -hmm. within, uh, Vancouver that I felt like women needed to come together and, um, meet each other and network and help support one another. So I kind of saw that need and to be honest, I didn't think of it as I'm going to start another business. It was more, I saw a need. I started hosting these little events. Um, and it started very small, like, you know, 10, 15 people at a time. And then I just, I just consistently kept it up and, uh, yeah. And I guess it just, it kind of organically grew and there was, I guess, a point where I realized, okay, this is actually something that I really want to run with and sort of, um, can burn into a real, into a real business. So yeah, the story of how it happened, it was sort of organically, but, um, yeah, I just kind of saw a need and, and, uh, people were continuing to ask if I was going to host another event the next month. So that's what I did. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and give us kind of a, like a snapshot. Cause I know, cause I've been to some of the more recent events, but give us a snapshot of what that's grown into now. Yeah, so we um we now host two events per month and um we average well we do a morning event and an evening event every month. And the morning events are um I would say approximately around 50 women that show up to those ones and then the evening events can be up to 100 100 150 um the most we've ever had would be 200 at one given event um but they can also be less and more depending on the venue that we're at but yeah. um we have a really big group of people that uh, that are kind of following along and kind of part of um, of the community. So it's really fun. Mm-hmm. And I love what you said, like you saw the need, right? Like, you know, there's so, especially in, in this, like, you know, this generation, there's so many of us that are starting businesses or going out on some, some kind of path, you know, providing something in our, in our present business or wanting to expand in social media and different things. So it's so great that you're bringing all these women together and really giving them an outlet. And it's, they're super fun. Okay. For the listeners, if you're local, you need to go check them out. They're super yeah. fun. And you always bring great speakers and like awesome little treats and like just fun stuff. So I love what you're doing. So cool. Um, and, you know, for the women who are showing up at these events, like, you know, we're all wanting to, 
you know, what I love about you is like collaborate, not like, you know, be in competition with each other. So like, let's jam on that for a second. Like why is collaboration so important for us now in business as women? Yeah. Well, I just think that, I mean, I, it's so, it's such a tough thing when you first start out in business and it's super scary (laughs) when you go out on your own, even if it's just like starting your own blog or kind of just putting yourself out there and, you know, wanting to be creative. And I think that, um, it's super important for us to be more collaborative because in the long run, like it's, it's, going to help everyone succeed and you need a community around you to support you. And so you need that community. And so the community also needs you to be there. And so, um, I don't know. I just really think that if we can kind of look at the people around us, whether it be yeah, women together or even men as well, if we can just look at, um, look at it in a way of how can we help one another either connect one another to different, you know, people that we think uh, could help, help that person along in business. Um, It's just such a, I don't know, it's such a great way to run your business. And it also, like, it feels really nice. Like I, I really enjoy when I can actually connect two people together that I think will really um, get along. And, you know, I love being like, Hey, I think you should really meet, you know, this person, I think they can really help you. And I think you really, you can really help them. Um, yeah. And there's so much competition out there and I think it's just really refreshing. I know people have told me that they find it really refreshing coming to an event and people are just wanting to get to know each other. Like they're not trying to like, you know, get business or, you know, go there just so that they can, you know, promote themselves, but they're really looking to like build authentic relationships, which is really what I've tried to foster. And that's kind of, that was my goal starting out that people would really, you know, catch on to this. Let's start to build strong relationships. And through that, we're going to be able to help, help each other in business as well. Absolutely. Yeah. That's so powerful. Yeah. And it's like, we're all kind of, you know, we can get really caught up in the social media or being behind the screen and it's so nice and refreshing to, you know, really connect with people one-on-one outside of, you know, all of the platforms that we use and all that stuff. So that's so cool. Um, what were some of the things like, you know, cause I'm curious about, you know, as this event started to grow and as you said, like, you know, you, it was not necessarily an intentional business that you created. It was more like it just kept flowing and that momentum and people wanting the events. Uh, what were some of the, I guess, like, I want to say like lessons or realizations that you had along the way as an entrepreneur, as you were like building this community and, and starting to really expand it? Yeah. So, I mean, definitely it was, it was tough at the beginning just because I knew there was a need for it. And there were certain people, you know, that were asking for it, but in the other sense, I mean, like putting on an event or, I mean, whatever you're doing in your business, like it, it's, it takes a lot of work. So, I mean, you know, you probably understand with like starting a podcast, like, you know, it's, it sounds really fun and exciting, but there's probably a lot of work that goes on to make it happen. And so I guess, um, it it was a struggle at the beginning because, you know, you have to, for an event, you have to find the venue and then you have to figure out, okay, what am I going to have? What's going to be the main draw for this event? Am I going to have speakers? Is it going to be, you know, I'm going to have, you know, treats and wine and all that stuff. Um, So you also have to to source all of those things. And then you have to figure out, you know, the ticket prices and like all those things. So everything was like a huge learning curve. Um, And I also, you know, I, 
I um, had done some events in at my university before, but I didn't have any really like training in hosting events. Um, my sister was a um, and still is a wedding planner, and so I've helped her along with some of those. But other than that, like you know, you're just kind of starting from scratch and just like learning as you go. And there was definitely certain things that I did that I realized after, okay, well, you know, that didn't work. So I need to, (laughs) you know, um, change that up or, oh, that worked really well. So I'm going to continue to do that. So yeah, there's so many lessons along the way. And um, also just realizing like, okay, if I'm going to do this, like I need to like fully commit to this because it's going to be a lot of work, but I saw, you know, um, the potential and also, um, I guess I was, I was willing to put in the effort in order to facilitate, um, you know, that community. And there was definitely a few points along the way that I thought, you know, is this for me? Like, should I still be doing this? Cause definitely in the beginning, I was not really making a profit off of it. So it was really like, just, um, yeah, I just had to believe that like one day it would work out and that I would learn enough to be able to make it into an actual business that could um, also be sustainable long-term. So Mm -hmm. nice. I love what you said about being willing to put in the effort too. Cause I think sometimes, you know, that willingness, we got to really ask ourselves and be honest, like, you know, am I willing to really you know, go that mile, even if it's not making money in the beginning, or even if I, you know, make a whole bunch of mistakes or, you know, do different things that didn't work out. Like all of those things we have to be willing to keep going. That's so powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I think sometimes we, and I see this a lot in in every woman that I talk to that's ever started a business. It's like in the beginning, we want to get it so perfect, right? We're like, okay, I'm going to like do it this way. And it's (laughs) sometimes we can get really caught up in that planning and preparation for perfection. And I love what you said about just, you know, some things didn't work out and some things did and you just adjusted as you went, which is so powerful, like learning as you go. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like, it's so, it holds, and I mean, it's held me back in the past too, but I think it holds back so many people. They're like, well, you know, eventually I'm going to do this or eventually I'm going to do that. And when I'm ready, I'll do this. And like, it's, it's just never going to happen that way. And, um, I, I think I've heard it on several different, you know, um, trainings or podcasts, just like, done is better than perfect. And I love that. Like, you know, you do it the first time. It doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect and you can learn from that. But if you never do something the first time, then you're never gonna, you're never going to be able to start. And, and so being willing to like, not be perfect because I have to, you know, I remember some of the first events that I put on and I just think back to it, like, wow, like (laughs) just how far it's come since then. I, you know, sometimes like kind of embarrassed, but then I'm like, well, you know, it had to start somewhere. And even like, you know, the purpose for doing it at the beginning was just to bring people together. And that's what it did still. So, um, you just have to remember that like, even though you're not making the huge impact that you want to right away, like eventually you will be able to, to make that. And also like along the way, you're going to be blessing people, um, Mm. through that. So even if it's like one person, right. You just have to always think that way. And that's what I always try to go back to. Like if one person gets value out of this, this is worth it. So totally. Exactly. I love that you said that. Yeah. There was, um, there was a guy that I followed for years and he, um, 
he did a really brilliant blog that turned into this like really blossoming business. But in the beginning, some of his videos were like super amateur and he actually had spoken on that too and said something really similar, you know, like it's just, he would look back at those videos and be like, oh, I want to delete them so bad. They're so like, you know, so dorky and I just didn't know what I was doing or whatever. And he's like, you know, at the end of the day though, there was like a couple comments still coming in of people being like, oh wow, this really helped me. So it's like, if it helps one person, that matters, you know, that matters. You never know what that person really, really needed or got out of that. So yeah, Yeah. I love that. So true. (laughs) So true. We all start somewhere. Um, so I want to hear like, you know, for you, because you have really turned into an incredible entrepreneur and I know that you've got other projects and stuff as well as this event. So, you know, what are some of the, um, hmm, I want to say like the core beliefs or like mindset kind of stuff that you take on to really like, you know, continue to persevere as, a, as an entrepreneur and continue to build your life? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that is a tough question. <laughs> is it a big question? Uh, no, it's good. It, um, I think one thing that has, I guess, helped with um, me building my businesses and, and continuing to go on is um, just trying not to compare myself um, to other people that may be further along in their journey than I am. And just like, also just thinking of it in a different way, just being like really inspired by other people rather than thinking like, Oh my goodness, like, look at what they're doing. That looks so awesome. Like, why can't I, or why am I not doing it that way? Or like, why don't I have like what they have? And it's just, when you start going down that path, it can become so toxic and so um, detrimental to your business and just like your life in general. (laughs) Um, And I think too, like the first, especially the first year of kind of starting off, you know, um, pursuing, you know, different business ventures, I definitely, um, was very, um, I was very worried about what people thought of me and I really wanted to kind of like prove myself. And it was, it was just, I put a lot of pressure on myself. And I think that, um, yeah, I, like I said, it can be a very dangerous place to go when you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself, when you're comparing yourself. And, um, I feel like I, in the past, yeah, year and a bit, I've just kind of be like okay with where I'm at and, you know, continue to push for new things and have new goals, but just be okay with where I'm at right now and be like proud of myself for what I've done so far. Um, and also like let other people, um, inspire me. And also, you know, I just think about all these different things, uh, that people are doing, but no one's doing everything. So, you know, you think like, oh, this person has like an incredible, you know, YouTube channel, like I should be on YouTube or like this person has an awesome podcast, I should do podcasting or this person has a great blog, I should do blogging. But no one's doing like everything all at once. And if they do, then they have a big team that's helping them, right? So just realizing that, (laughs) realizing that like, you can be just really, really good at what you are doing right now and not get like distracted by all the other things that are yeah, like totally. the entrepreneurial world. So yeah. yeah. Cause we could, we could like literally be working 24 hours a day yeah. <laughs> if we wanted and to. You're not, you're not happy. And yeah. I think like, I, I like, I think I took a lot of 
unfortunately took a lot of the joy out of my businesses at the beginning, just because I was so focused on like getting results. And I, um, I could get really distracted. And I feel like now I more think of it like, like I want to enjoy my life. Yes, of course I want, you know, to have a successful business and like make great money and all those things. But like it, at the end of the day, like if you're miserable and building your business, there's no point to anything. So, um, just trying to remember that. And like, also going back to like your values and like, you know, if you value family or if you value, you know, your free time or, um, you know, if you have like kids or you have, you know, pets or whatever, like doing the things that make you really, really happy and really joyful and that bring value to other people's lives are like the most important things. And so trying not to forget that and getting wrapped up into, um, getting wrapped up into your business. Cause that can happen very quickly as well. Yeah. Oh, I love that you said that. That's such a good point. Cause yeah, if we're not, if we're not really passionate and in our zone and inspired and like, you know, there's definitely fluctuations in that for sure. But you know, if we're just not having any fun, like, what's yeah. the point, you know? And, and I think too, you know, like whenever I start getting super serious or like too critical or, you know, just really like start being hard on myself about certain things in my business or in how I'm showing up, it's like, it just, it just makes it more challenging to keep showing up and to keep getting results. Yeah. Right. So it's like when we have more fun and like bring more ease into our lives and into how we work, yeah, it just feels like everything works better anyways. You know, people are more magnetized to you and like, you know, you just, yeah, you're just having a better time all around. True. And I think when you're, when you can be like vulnerable and honest with people too, like I know I, I was a while ago, I can't remember when it was, but I was just kind of having like a little bit of a tough week and I just was feeling like just really overwhelmed and, and stressed out. And so I just did like a live video within my Facebook group and I was just talking about like, like what to do. And then like, yeah, what to do when you, when entrepreneurship gets really hard and like, like, what do you do? Like when you're just feeling so overwhelmed and like stressed out and stuff. And I gave like kind of like a few pointers on like how I was able to kind of like get over my funk or whatever. And there was so much positive feedback from that. Cause people were like, Oh my goodness. Like, thank you for sharing. Like I've been feeling this way this week too. And like, this is just what I needed to hear. And cause like, I feel like sometimes everyone's kind of trying to put up like a front that (laughs) everything's going so well in their business and like everything's great and perfect. But when you're able to sometimes just like be like, Hey, just, you know, like I'm really struggling right now. And like, I, you know, just went through a week of really feeling overwhelmed and stressed out and like, it's okay to feel that way. And just like giving people like a space to just feel like, huh, okay. Like I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes you can feel like I'm struggling. Why is everyone else doing like so well? And why is everyone else like totally thriving? And I feel like I'm not. So yeah, just giving like opportunities for other people to feel like they're not alone too. And I think it's becoming more, um, I don't know whether, yeah, just more common for people to be more honest about what they're feeling and what they're going through, um, which is so great. <laughs> like yeah. I'm so happy that it's becoming more frequent that people are talking about this stuff. I agree. I agree. And it's bringing more like of the humanness to social media, which I love, you know, it's not as you know, and this is totally still something that I'm like working on and I'm like, you know, how to communicate and share more of our everyday lives with people. 
Um, but it's, you know, I love that. The more that I start to see it and the more that I feel called to do it too, it's like, I just feel like it's just bringing more of that humanness and less of the highlight reels, even though it's fun to share like the highlight reels too, <laughs> you know? Totally. Yeah. And I think it's, I, I think it's important to, to share all the good things that are mm-hmm. happening. And I think also just like educating people, like I, I always try to talk about how, like, even though, yes, I do share some like vulnerable stuff or whatever, but also like, there's a huge part of it that like, you know, some of your private life, you're not going to go like talking about on social media, you know, things that are really like the super, super tough stuff in life. Like you're not going to go talking about that on social media. And I don't think that you should be really talking about Um, because it's private stuff and just like educating people on the fact that like okay just so you know like everyone (laughs) that is you know putting their best on social media like they're not talking about the hard stuff which is why you might feel that your life is less exciting or less you know like um, joyful or whatever than someone else because you're only seeing those good things and so just um, I think there needs to be more education even though everyone knows it, but it, we need to be reminded of it all the time. Um, because we, we, we just forget, like we forget that people are going through hard stuff. And then like a great example, I guess, of this is like, I had a really good friend who, um, we were kind of in contact a lot. And then all of a sudden, um, we kind of stopped being in contact for a little while. And then, but you know, on social media, it just looked like, Oh, everything was going great. So I was like, okay, what's going on? Like, I guess like, she's not wanting to be friends with me anymore or something. And then, and then I found out that she's going through a super, super, super tough time. And, but through social media, I, you know, it looked like everything was perfect. So just like, reminding yourself that is like so good and reminding other people that, um, because I think a lot of people struggle with, you know, anxiety and, and depression when, you know, if we were just a little bit more educated on like everyone has, has these things going on, it's just, it's not as public as, you know, so just yeah. took like a really serious dive there, but um, <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's so important. And I love that you went there because it's just, yeah, it's really important. And I think we all need to hear that, you know, yeah. and any of the listeners who are starting out in business and maybe you've been playing a bit of the comparison game or you're like, why does this girl's life look so perfect? You yeah. know, like whatever it might be. I think that was great because it really normalizes a lot of that for all of us. We all have lives outside of social media and sometimes it's not always pretty. Yeah. So, well, it's mm-hmm. funny. Cause I remember you, you actually talked to one of my panels that was about authentic branding. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you were one of the people that I, that I thought of that was just really great at, at doing that, like through your social media and just, um, um, well, obviously now through your podcast, which is super <laughs> cool. So, um, yeah, I just, I really appreciate how, how you do that and how you like portray that to, to your audience. So I guess like, I don't know. I'd like to ask you, like, how do you think is like the best way? I think we talked about it on, um, at the event too, like, where's like the line of like sharing too much information or like not sharing enough or like, is that kind of like still something, I guess we're all sort of. Yeah. It's totally something that I'm still navigating and and figuring out because I really, you know, really my stand and a lot of the reason why I started this show too, and why a lot of the work that I do is, you know, I really want to have those real conversations because I actually like 
I really believe that, you know, conversations can change the world, you know, like we can have one idea or one realization through one conversation, you know, and I, I really see that that's really the motivation for me sharing about, you know, my own process or different things that go on in my own life and stuff. And, and sometimes I like lately, I've been feeling like I'm not really sharing a lot. And so that's why I've been kind of looking at that line and going like, Am I holding back certain things out of fear of judgment or out of fear of just not sharing that? Or, you know, like, so there's been like kind of, I think that line moves a lot where you kind of have to, you know, really look. But, but something that I really find helps me is to ask myself, what's the intention? Like, you know, yeah. am I just sharing this because I just want to vent about it? That's probably not the best place to be doing it. Right. And, and like, if I want some, you know, some feedback or some insight from, or maybe even some acknowledgement from a friend or something, then I go to them for something like that. Right. But if it's something that I feel like other people might be able to relate to, or there's something in there where it's like, maybe my intention is to help people connect with me more, or maybe my intention is to maybe shine a light for somebody who might be dealing with the same thing. Or, you know, then it starts to be like, okay, what's the intention? If it's supporting somebody else and my intention is actually to, you know, yeah, just shine a light or, you know, just spread a little love or, you know, like just be like, Hey, I get it. You know, um, then that feels really good. And I, and I definitely feel like that helps me by just checking in and just going, Hey, like, what is the intention here? Cause sometimes when we're in the thick of something, it can feel a little bit, you know, charged, <laughs> you know, sometimes like emotionally charged. Um, and it's sometimes I feel like for me anyways, I, I like to really like honor my own emotions or what's going on in my life and just take some time to really be clear about it before I talk about it. Um, yeah. and, I and I've, so. yeah, I've seen some people not do that and it works out really great for them too. So I think it's personal, you know, I think it's, you know, navigating and knowing yourself enough and, and, um, and knowing what your intention is too, like with your audience and with your message and, and in the world in general. So. Yeah, totally. Cause I think like, um, I, I can't remember who it was that said it, but they were talking about how, like, if you feel like the urge to kind of like share something that's really, you know, either like a deep topic or something that's really, um, um, maybe yeah, emotional or whatever mm -hmm. they said, just like take like at least a day and just sort of like, like sleep on it or just like take yeah, it in. <laughs> totally. Go back and like reread what you're say it's a I don't know if it maybe a blog post or if it's like a Facebook or Instagram post or whatever and like take just a second like removed from it and then look back on it and like yeah like ask yourself the question like okay I'm putting this out to my audience like is this giving them value or is it yeah exactly just like maybe venting or wanting some sympathy or whatever right so um i think that's like that's, that's so smart to do that cuz then yeah. yeah yeah i think it was ali that said that i I'm, I'm trying to remember oh, i think it was her yeah. that, that shared that yeah and she's brilliant and yeah, yeah i love i love what she puts out on social media she definitely has that you know she shares vulnerably and really respects her own life you know and i think that that's so valuable. And, um, yeah, that's so good. So and good. I think you can share too. I think you can share hard things or things that you're struggling with and maybe, um, even just like, um, leaving out just like a few of the details because like maybe the details aren't as important yeah. as like the message that's going along with it. And so, um, yeah, I think, I think she was saying that too. Like she's like, sometimes specific details aren't necessarily you know, needed, but it's more of like the topic that, that is really going to be impactful. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's so powerful. Totally. Cause yeah, sometimes we can just get learning and we can share the lessons or we can share, you know, just a little bit more, you know, 
from the stance of like, this is what I got out of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, totally. And one other thing too that I notice, um, and I was having a couple conversations with people about this that are, that share a lot of their personal lives publicly. And I was saying, you know, like, do you, do you kind of check in? Like, because if you're sharing something really personal or maybe it's really vulnerable or sensitive, like, what if somebody said something really harsh or really criticized you? Like, you know, it's, it's, really checking in with yourself, like, am I prepared to receive and be able to like maybe deflect that or just, you know, do I feel really clear enough in what I'm sharing that if somebody says something, it's not going to like destroy me (laughs) internally or something, you know, like I think that can kind of check into, can be really powerful. Like, are you ready to receive feedback on that if somebody pipes up, you know, Um, or is it super charged still and you're like really sensitive and raw? That might not be the best time to share it, you know? Yeah. Sure. Well, I like that actually just brings up um, like something recently that um, I did a blog post about it um, not too long ago. And it was just about, you know, my struggle when I was um, going to school and just I, you know, really, really struggled with my skin and like just insecurity issues and just like so many things that like I were so sensitive to me for so long and just so, like I felt like I was almost like hiding from people and I have just recently, you know, like felt comfortable, like comfortable enough to actually like share that and put that out to the world. And, and, um, it's actually really freeing, like to like be able to do that. And, um, and it's been really awesome because I've gotten so much great feedback, um, just from people saying like, thank you so much for opening up. But I agree. Like if I would have done that, even like, I'm trying to think like three to four years ago, I probably wouldn't have been ready to have people know that about me or just, um, be that vulnerable. Like I, I was still sort of in that phase of like not feeling super confident in who I was. And so, I'm now it's so great because I feel like I'm in a different place and I just, um, I'm happy to share that if it helps someone else. Whereas I feel like a few years ago, I wouldn't have been in that place. I would still feel like private about it. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I totally relate to that too. I struggled with my skin for a long time and um, I still kind of sometimes get some like hormonal breakouts and stuff and it can feel so uncomfortable and, and like, yeah, I so get that. And so thanks for sharing that. Cause I, I know there's a lot of women who, who share that and, uh, you know, definitely is helpful to hear other people's experience with it too. So yeah. And that's a perfect example, right? Sharing, sharing those things and how it affects other people and influences people. So that's awesome. Love it. So I would love to hear like, you know, because you are, you know, in the zone, you're making things happen, you're running events, you're running a business, connecting people and, and you're married and you have like, you know, your personal life as well to like keep all in balance. Like what are some of the things that you feel really help you, um, to kind of like feel healthy and and in your zone and, and supported? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a great question. And I definitely, um, learned a lot over the past couple of years and, um, even since being married and, um, just it's, it's been like just a journey because I feel like before when I wasn't married and I was just really like focused on my business and all that stuff, I just feel like I put that first. And I, um, I, in some ways was quite selfish just in like the way that I spent my time. And like, it was just all about like, all about me and my business and all that stuff. And then, um, so it it is an interesting transition because I feel like, so when you're married, like you're 
you're thinking about now two people, right? And so, um, you know, I can't just make decisions on my own and, um, and not talk to my husband about those. So uh, it's been a really good transition, I think, for me. And it's also allowed me to just like chill out a bit more too and allow myself to like take time off and like be refreshed. And so, um, yeah, I definitely think um, my husband's good at saying like, okay, Danielle, like, are you done working now? Like, when are you going to be done working? Like, let's set a time on this. And like, you know, at this time you're going to, you know, I'm going to take your phone and you're not allowed to look at it anymore. (laughs) Like stuff like that, where it's just, it's been so good for me because I definitely have a tendency to overwork myself and then just feel really burnt out and and exhausted. Um, So yeah. And then there's definitely like weekends, some weekends, like for example, this weekend where I just like, you know, I had my phone with me, but I wasn't really checking emails. I wasn't really checking texts at all. Um, you know, uh, I just sort of unplugged for, for most of the weekend. And that is like, so refreshing to like, like your soul. Like, it's just like, Mm -hmm. it's so nice just to like take that step back and just really like reflect on like what's important to you. And I, you know, even just this weekend, like we were on a bike ride and it was like gorgeous weather and the fresh air. And I'm just like, wow, like I love having these experiences in life. And like, this is like what I, what brings me so much joy. Like we're with friends, we're just having fun. And, um, and so it just made me realize like, okay, like, you know, yes, I want to work hard. I want to do well in my business, but at the end of the day, like it's for those experiences, that time with family, that time with friends, you know? Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's been like, it's been a hard, um, sometimes it is hard because I really love what I do with like my business and work. And so it can be really hard to, to be disciplined to actually turn that off. Um, so that's been something I've really tried to work on. And there's, you know, there are some weekends and some weeknights or whatever that I will do work, but I also make sure to take time to spend with family or friends, um, as well. And, you know, I'm involved in my church and stuff as well. And so that's all really important to me too. And yeah, it's, uh, it can be stressful, but I think once you start start to get in the zone and you set parameters around your work schedule, um, I try as much as I can to keep my work schedule within a nine to five, just because that's when my husband works. So I try to keep it within that. And then, you know, those be certain times where I have to work a little bit more, but yeah, I don't know if that's... (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm just, I always love hearing people's like personal take on it because I don't necessarily believe in balance. (laughs) You know, I don't know if it, I don't know if it truly exists. Um, You know, and I love to hear like, you know, the things that really like, you know, well-being is so many different things. You know, it's not just eating green smoothies and salads and, you know, going to yoga. Like it can look like weekends with friends and bike rides in the sun and like those, all of those things like really nourish us and help us show up and stay in the zone. Right. So yeah, I love that. I love hearing about your experience with that because it's so important. And we were chatting a little bit before we jumped on and you were like, yeah, I feel like, you know, it's like, it's like that refresh. You get to start the week and you're like, okay, cool. I got like fun, fun in my, in my well being bank (laughs) from the weekend. So So true. And I also try, like, I used to feel so guilty about taking a weekend off or taking something off 
or like I used to feel so much guilt and like, oh my goodness, I could have been like doing this for my business and now I'm going to be behind. And like, I used to just feel so much like pressure and guilt. Um, and I just really, I feel like I've started to really switch that and just realizing that I can actually be more productive in, in, um, less amount of hours. Cause you know, I think, um, there's also a lot of like work time that I can also waste, you know, like, and not be as productive as I want to. So I'm now trying to have my work so that, you know, I'm working in spurts of like maybe two hours at a time or, you know, 45 minute increments or, you know, I know there's lots of research with different times out there and like how we're most productive, but I'm just trying to like figure out what works for me. Um, and also just like give myself the freedom to, um, to enjoy myself without thinking about work. Cause I think yeah. that is also a struggle, like to actually turn your brain off and, you know, enjoy a bike ride or enjoy, you know, a movie night or whatever, and actually not think about work. <laughs> That's like, <laughs> when you can get to that point, like you're, you're golden. You're good yeah. to you got to turn off sometimes. Got to turn off. Yeah. Yeah. So important. Yeah. I love that you have you have uh <laughs> your husband takes the phone away. Like that's yeah. great to have that in place too, you know? Cuz sometimes like um I know my boyfriend and I were navigating a little bit of that and and he was kind of being a little bit like, "Oh, like, you know, when are you going to be done your work?" And instead of just being like, "Hey, okay, let's set a time," right? And so now we have like nights where we we have like phoneless nights, like screenless nights where <laughs> we don't we don't touch the phone, we don't stare at the computer. And, uh, yeah, I find that that can be so powerful, especially for couples. I think that's a really, really key thing, you know, yeah, stepping away. Totally. And then when you set that time, just be like really strict on it and just mm-hmm. like, like I can, like, I'm just, I sometimes I'm so bad with it. It's like, okay, I'm going to be like 30 minutes. And then like 30 minutes goes by. I'm like, oh, okay, I just need like two more minutes. I'm just like <laughs> finishing this thing. And like, like, I just have to like, let it go and be like, okay, I'm going to, I can still do that tomorrow. No one's going to die. Like it's going to be fine. Like, you know, they can wait like, you know, a a day more to get my email or whatever. So yeah, just, just, uh, being really like strict with yourself and and discipline. Cause I think discipline goes both ways. It goes for like getting work done, but it also goes for like taking time off. So I struggle with (laughs) Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. I totally relate. That's awesome. Awesome. Have you had any like um, favorite mentors or like podcasts or books or like anybody that you feel maybe could um, that you would recommend or like anybody that's really helped you along the whole journey? Yeah, well, I mean, I I feel like I'm super blessed because I get to like talk to so many awesome entrepreneurs just that even at my events and stuff. So I've learned so much, like even just from like you and like other people like within the city that like yeah, I just feel super blessed to, to be able to learn from them. And, um, I would say podcast wise, I am obsessed with podcasts. I love listening to podcasts. Um, one of the ones that I listen to a lot is, um, by, uh, Jenna Kutcher and it's called, called the gold digger podcast. Ooh, yeah, I love um, that one too. So yeah. So I, um, uh, I think she kind of recently started, um, podcasting this past year and, um, I actually just found her through podcasts. So she's, she's, actually um pretty famous in like the online space but I just found her through her podcast and I just really like her um she talks a lot about like it's mostly about businessy stuff but she puts some real life in there too so that's kind of fun and then I I love reading um uh the 
Compound Effect is one of my favorite books. Um, it's very a practical book and it is about like time management. So that's probably a favorite book of mine. And um, yeah, I don't know. Oh. I have lots of different podcasts, but I try to like, I try to li- limit myself um, to not listen to too many because I can also get information overload. Yeah, if, totally. if I was like given like free reign, I'd probably listen to like uh, like 50 podcasts a day. So <laughs> I have to like limit it sometimes. That's awesome. I never She's... get any work done. I yeah. just constantly. So yeah. But I usually I like to listen to it like when I'm doing things like driving or yeah. walking or running or washing dishes or yeah. So I'm with I... you on that. I love them too. <laughs> <laughs> and even just like one idea, if you're like driving and like all of a sudden they say one thing and you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, that totally, I totally relate to that. Like I find that you can get so much out of them, you know, so fun. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for sharing that. That's awesome. I'm going to check out The Compound Effect. I've never actually heard of that book. Yeah, it's it's by Darren Hardy. Um, ah, yes. Yeah, he's like a, he's a pretty famous like business. Um, yeah, Totally. Person industry and yeah his book is just it's really awesome and it's the type of thing it has like um uh like exercises that you can go through as well so it's a very yeah it's a very practical book so it just talks about like simple disciplines that you can implement into your life to um be more successful and not only in work but in your relationships and health and all that stuff that's awesome yeah I'm familiar with Darren Hardy but I didn't know about that book so I'm totally gonna check that out I love his stuff he's really cool yeah, he's good. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So we're going to kind of finish up here in a couple minutes, but I wanted to ask you, like, just if we were to like sum up a couple things, you know, kind of tips for ladies starting out in business, or if they're already in business, they're kind of in that first kind of segment of it. What would be some of your fave tips that you would share? Yeah. Um, well, I definitely think, um, uh, yeah, surrounding yourself with people that are also in that space is so important because unfortunately I you know I've I've met people who um have either just given up on what they thought they wanted to do or not pursued it or whatever just because they're getting sort of advice from people that aren't in the area that they're wanting to get into. And so it can be really discouraging. Um, and so I think like surrounding yourself with like a really supportive community and that can be either online or offline or wherever, um, just kind of find your, your tribe and, and people that you really click with. Um, and you know, there's so many resources now, like there's, there's, tons of online communities that you can be a part of. There's also, you know, lots of networking, you know, events in your local area or whatever, just get plugged in. That would be my first step or my first tip. Second tip would be definitely like, yeah, find some good podcasts or books to start out with. Um, that'll kind of like give you, um, just some confidence in what you're doing. So whether you're, you know, wanting to start your own business, find one in your industry that, that people recommend and, and, and do that. And then, yeah, third, I guess what we were talking about before is just like, just try it out, just start it. And you can always, um, yeah, whatever your business is, you can always, um, tweak it and change it. So it doesn't have to be perfect the first time. So just like start it and then just learn from all your mistakes that you make and then just continue to make it better. So Awesome. Thanks, Danny. Thanks. Awesome. And we will put all the links and stuff to your social media and everything, but like, what is the best way to connect with you? 
Um, yeah, it's a good question. So, I mean, I'm obsessed with Instagram. I'm usually, that's the kind of my place that I hang out. Um, and I have, I have several Instagram accounts. My personal Instagram is Danny live in life. Um, so Love that's it. my personal Instagram. <laughs> and then the uh, main Instagram that I have for my business is fan city business babes. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where we hang out. Um, and all the links to my other Instagrams are kind of through those two. Cool. Those two online. So. You got lots yeah. going on, right? I love it. I love it. You must be doing the like, you know, when you like drop down menu and you switch to the other accounts. Yeah. Are you doing that like all the time? <laughs> Unfortunately, yes, that is my life. So. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Spread movement, spread movement. And then the, yeah. the final question that I love to ask people who come on the show is, um, it's kind of a fill in the blank kind of, kind of thing. Um, if you want to improve your life, fill in the blank. Oh, wow. Okay. If you want to improve your life, Oh, um, I would say, uh, connect. Is it like one word? <laughs> it can be anything you want. No rules, no wrong answers. So anything. You um, want. I think it would be connect because yeah. I think we're, you know, we're people like we, we are born, we're created for connection and for relationships. And so, um, we're not meant to do life on our own. Yeah. So I think it's so true. So yeah. true. Thank you so much. This has been so amazing <laughs> getting to hear more about your story and you gave so many different insights and tips. This was so awesome. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. This was really fun. Yeah. It's always yeah. so fun, right? I love to like, this is why I have a podcast. Everybody who listens knows that it's like a little bit, it's a little bit for you and a little bit for me <laughs> because I get to, I get to learn about all these awesome things too. So yeah. And so for the listeners, um, of course, if you have any questions or any insights that you got out of this, I'm sure that Danny would love to hear from you. So make sure you get connected with her and fire off any questions and stuff too. Because she posts really awesome stuff on social media too. So just get connected is what we're saying. Get connected. <laughs> so thanks so much for listening. And thanks, Danny, again for coming on the show. 